Hi guys, my name's Alan Teresa, and I'm here with Julian Bertharat, rugby man and personal trainer. And we're here to tell you about Two Guys on Fitness, the podcast for guys that go to the gym. So how are you doing, Julian? I'm very good, Alan. Thank you. Yeah, I've been working as a personal trainer for the last uh, eight years in London. And um, my background is essentially rugby. So personal training became uh, something natural to me. Uh, I like to engage with people and obviously I like training. Which is uh, good news considering this whole podcast is about personal training and fitness. And what we're going to be doing during the course of this series is looking at how to train well in the gym, how to follow an effective diet, um, and how to enjoy coming up with your own workout program that delivers results. And while we do that, we're going to bring you our experience of working out for a certain number of years, uh, and also the perspective of other guys as well who work out in, using different methods and who have a different way of getting results on the gym floor. That's right, Alan. Um, my, my idea is also to help you to break down uh, many myths about fitness. And um, coming from sports, it's, uh, it did help me to see the fitness with another perspective. Of course, we will be covering like, many topics such as diet, uh, training, exercise. And I will add like, the psychology of the diet, not only the diet itself, that means much uh, on his own. Plus, you're going to be hearing a series of reports in this podcast and some professional advice. And you're also going to be hearing a certain amount from Jubilee Hall Gym in Covent Garden in London, which is where Julian and I train. And what we say to people is, if you want to come along to Jubilee Hall and have a chat with us and follow up on some of the things you might hear in the podcast, then do so because we love it when people uh, drop in and get to know us. We think it's really great. And the other thing, you'll be able to send us your questions and we will answer them through the course of the series and we'll tell you how to do that right at the end of the podcast. So what are we going to be covering in this particular episode, Julian? In this very first episode, we will be talking about training versus personal training. So should we play the music? Yes, please. Hi, this is Two Guys on Fitness with me, Julien Bertorat, professional gym guy and personal trainer. And with me, Alan Teresa, not so professional gym guy and certainly not a personal trainer, coming to you from London, where each month we'll be covering the exercise and fitness topics of interest to gym guys, whatever their level of experience, and hopefully giving you some helpful advice along the way. We will also be helping you get the most from your workouts, as well as looking at alternative ways of working out and feeling good. So what are we covering this month, Alan? Well, I've been talking to Eduardo, who's a regular gym goer at Jubilee Hall, who's going to be telling us what works for him when he works out, what doesn't work well for him, the diet he follows, and his tips for having a great workout. And for myself, I uh, had an interview with Colin, one of my clients, and asked him what it is to train with a personal trainer. Plus, we'll also be looking at uh, supplements, the supplements that work, those that don't, and what the actual effects are if you take certain supplements alongside your workout. And I do believe that later on, one of us is going to be taking a supplement for the first time, which we're then going to uh, come back on in the next episode. So that might be fun for, well, possibly for one of us, I suppose. And we will be also answering questions from guys about their training and anything related to their workout. So this week, I had a chance to speak to Eduardo, who's been going to Jubilee Hall Gym in Covent Garden for several years now, about what it is that works for him when he exercises, um, his dietary regime, and also his advice for guys who are thinking of joining a gym and starting their own workout program. Uh, and the idea here is we're going to speak to a whole range of guys about their personal workout, what they avoid, and what actually does the trick for them when they're on the gym floor. Yes, there is no single way to have a, a perfect workout. 
the best workout is a workout that works for you, basically. And how do you know if it's working with you or not? Uh, well, it's, you must feel energized after your workout. If you finish your workout and you spend two hours training, or also if you feel like overtired, well, you've done too long, too much. Um, the idea is to be efficient in a limited amount of time. So let's see what tricks Eduardo has up his sleeve and what works for him. Hi, my name is Eduardo. I'm 35 years old and I'm a personal trainer. My gym is Jubilee Hall in central London and it's because Jubilee Hall was my very first gym back in 2001. So when I moved back to the UK, I decided to join in again and I've been here for roughly nine years. Ideally, I would like to work out in the morning, but I'm always busy because I think I have more energy in the morning. But unfortunately, I have to work out late in the afternoon. I tend to exercise for roughly an hour, an hour and a half max. Sometimes it happens when there are many familiar faces in the gym, people that I know, it gets a bit longer. Yeah, I try to stick to one to an hour and a half max. My motivation to join the gym in the first place it was because I had a friend who used to come and I wanted to get fitter and as I didn't know many people in London, he brought me over. How do I characterize my diet? I use common sense and I try to have balanced uh, meals. I try to have my five a day, very like proteins, grains, you know, good carbs, fruits, fibers, you know, a bit of common sense. Overall, I'm pretty good though. I do take some supplements. I take usually proteins and creatine, but I usually do one month on and one off. When I'm not taking any supplements, I try to increase my food intake. This is how it usually works. My goal is to be healthier, fitter, to improve my mood and to be a better person. My favorite exercise routines, I would say, I like the full body approach. But if I have to pick one, I like a good chest session. My advice for the guys considering joining the gym would be, first of all, be aware of your goals. Get to know the place you're thinking, considering having your workout. Try to understand what is your purpose of the gym. Try to get to know more about exercise and try to learn a bit. Come and join. And if you're not really sure what you're doing, ask for help. But whatever you do, enjoy yourself. So that's Eduardo there talking about what works for him when he exercises at Jubilee Hall in Covent Garden. So tell me, Julian, uh, from your point of view, Eduardo touched upon the whole morning evening thing there. Is there such a thing as only being able to work out at a certain time of the day or does it not matter when you go to the gym? It's always tricky to answer that question. It depends on people, obviously. It depends on your schedule, what type of work you have and if you're tired, if you're a morning person or evening person. But I want to say that if you come, one, doesn't matter if you come the morning or the evening, just like prepare yourself mentally to train, okay? That means like if you come the morning, just make sure you have, a, I don't know, a quick coffee, a banana, and start with a cardio, five, ten minutes to set up your mind and your body to basically lift weight and train. And I will say the same for the evening. Generally, people are a bit more uh, up for it in the evening, but they're also more fidgeting. So 
same answer. I will say start with some cardio always. Uh, get sweat, sweat a little bit and get ready to lift. And ideally, how long should someone exercise when they're on the gym floor? You have to be. You have to think like you have to be efficient in a very small amount of time. Target 45 minutes an hour. The thing is, after an hour, your body just gets tired. Whatever you're gonna do after that amount of time, let's say it's not quality. Your muscle will be tired, so it won't be able to grow, and basically it's just waste of time. Uh, I used to train two, four hours, thinking like the more I do, the better it is. But really, uh, the latest studies show that 45 minutes an hour is far enough. Then within 45 minutes, one hour, make sure you do a lot of things. You cover all areas of your body. And also, importantly, you have to put the right intensity into it. Yeah, I have to say, in the past, I found myself working my way through an hour to an hour and a half and sometimes up to two hours. And you find yourself mechanically grinding through a workout and just getting tired. My partner always used to say to me, how can you spend two hours on the gym floor? What on earth are you doing? Well, probably getting a bit injured is the truth of that. Okay, now, um, Eduardo talks there about his diet uh, and talks in a very uh, organized and analytical way about what he eats. What, but what are the key principles to having a good diet so that it complements what you do on the gym floor? Before working out, I will recommend people to train with an uh, empty stomach, basically. And right after your training, within an hour or so, eat whatever you want because your body will burn everything you eat. Um, the other moment important of the day is the evening. Make sure you don't overeat when it comes after 5, 6 p.m. because your body will be kind of shut down. So the idea is to eat properly after your workout. Then have some maybe snack bar during the day if it's too hard for you to, to not eat anything. But I will go for oat bar, for example. And then in the evening, privilege salad and source of protein like fish, basically. And when Eduardo talks about trying to have a full body workout when he exercises, is it really as simple as working out all the major muscle groups during his hour or his 45 minutes on the gym floor? Is it really as simple as that? Yes. When people means full body workout, that means you over one hour or so, you target every muscle in your body. So there is advantage of this, which is obviously uh, quite interesting and quite full on because you're going to work out your legs, your chest, and it's very complete. Now, if you want to make one part of your body grow, like let's say a chest or legs, it makes sense like you want to do three, four exercises targeting your chest. The perfect mix is to basically over a month to make sure you do a good specific workout, like a chest bicep workout. And then later on during the week, maybe something, a full body workout. It's good to mix out your workouts. So basically go on for some full body training. It's quite full on and interesting and quite cardio-ish. And sometimes just get one big body part, chest, legs or back, and just add a little body part, biceps, triceps or shoulders. And finally, when we talk about goals, as Eduardo did there, is that a case of saying you want to be this size in a month's time or you want to lose this amount of weight over this period of time? Is it really that straightforward to just draw up a like a bullet point list and say, this is my target, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to measure my success when I'm in the gym? Well, Alan, obviously people get confused about 
type of training goals all is mixed up uh let's go back to the core of all this which is what is being fit about being fit is about being strong so develop some strength and to be able to repeat the exercise without too many minutes uh for recovering so keep in mind these two things that's your main goal that's our all of us we have the same goal which is strength and stamina these two things have to work together then type of workout it depends if you want to grow some muscle or get toned but mainly the pinnacle of all that is be strong and do it with intensity so in other words uh, let's get the job done great and we'll be talking to other guys during the course of the podcast about what they do in the gym that works for them what they avoid and how they get results Today's show is brought to you by the Blue 20 Salon. Interested in professional hair styling, grooming, or expert beauty treatment for both men and women in the art of Covent Garden Piazza? Then check out Blue 20, which is also offering a 20% discount for all new clients on their first booking. Find out more at yenelder.co.uk or telephone 079-58-44-5582. to make an appointment with the Blue 20 Salon. So each episode on Two Guys on Fitness, we're going to be looking at the supplements that guys take when they go to the gym and finding out what the truth is behind the marketing. And I think what we're also going to be doing, if I'm uh, correct, is we're going to be taking uh, a supplement each episode. And then in the next episode, we're going to be telling you what the actual effect was, whether they work and what the downside was. So you can get an idea if you're thinking of actually taking that supplement of what it may do to you. And hopefully during the course of that, nobody will die. So, uh, Julian, uh, what's the very first supplement we're going to be taking? It's called the EMA. It's supposed to help you to recover after your workouts. It's uh, increase your sex drive. And finally, it helps you to get a better sleep. How do you take it? Three pills before going to bed. So let me get this straight. I take three capsules before I go to bed and not only will it help me recover after doing a no doubt strenuous workout when I'm in the gym, uh, it will also make me sleep like a log and wake me up with a smile on my face. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct, Alan. It's a, I want to add also that ZMA, it's a vitamin and mineral supplement. Also, the main ingredient is zinc. So usually a doctor recommends zinc to couple who want to have babies. because it increases the quality of your sperm. Not that the quality of my sperm uh, needs improving, I just want to say for the record, but let's give it a go and uh, see how frisky I feel in four weeks' time. Right, so as we digest the potential effects on my libido of taking ZMA, we thought it would be a good idea to hear from somebody who works regularly with a personal trainer to see how his experience balances with that of Eduardo, who works out on his own. And here is Culling, with who I've been training for eight years, talking about what it is to train with a personal trainer. Hi guys, I'm Adjibile Hall with Culling. So Culling, tell me, why did you decide to get a personal trainer? I decided to get a personal trainer many years ago because I realized that I didn't have the real motivation and discipline required to work out well and I found that having someone with me and pushing me was the ideal solution for me. How do you justify spending the money? By looking at the results that, uh, that have been achieved by having a personal trainer over 
some years, I would never have achieved the level of health and fitness that I have achieved without the help of a personal trainer. So the cost when it comes to health is immaterial to me. What do you get from the training that you will not get from your working out on your own? Well, I think it's what I said earlier. I think that if you're working out on your own, your tendency is to stay within your comfort zone. With a personal trainer, somebody there who will help you, you will push that little bit extra. And that will be of great benefit to your overall fitness and, and well-being. I guess that will lead to the next question, which is, what is the best thing about having a personal trainer and the worst things? The best thing is, as I've said, that you push yourself much more than you would if you were on your own and that you can develop a very good relationship and friendship with your personal trainer who gets to know you, gets to know your capabilities, gets to know your, the level of your fitness and works within that and a very, very good working relationship can develop and I, I do experience that with my current personal trainer. The bad thing about personal training, I can't think of one, although in the past I have found a certain element of unreliability and a certain fixation with um, their own appearance rather than uh, focusing on the client. But that is very rare and I've only experienced it once. And um, what advice would you give to someone thinking of getting a personal trainer? If they were committed to improving their overall fitness and body shape, it, it is essential, I think, unless they are professionally focused athletic people, that you have a personal trainer, at least for a, a short time, to show you uh, what you can achieve and the level that you can get to with a personal trainer and not on your own. My final question will be, how has it changed your fitness since you started? Oh, 100%. General fitness and general appearance have been improved and changed immensely. Okay, that's Colin there talking about what it is he gets from working with, well, working with you, Julian, actually, um, but also his opinion of working with other personal trainers in the sector. Um, here's my question, though. In principle, why do people say that they need a personal trainer in the first place? Is there a common reason or is it down to the individual concerned? I think, Alan, it's good to remind everybody that personal training, let's say in a freelance uh, form, is a very kind of new job. I mean, like 15, 20 years ago, this job was not really well developed, at least in a, in countryside or even big city. Nowadays, I think personal trainers uh, are seen like um, a guide who, for novice people to get into this kind of intimidating space, which is uh, a gym floor. So I would say people are, see the personal trainer like an expert to help them to basically discover uh, a gym floor, um, to show them how to use a machine, and to do a few sessions to basically see what it is to do a, a proper training session. And just to go back to what Eduardo was talking about earlier with goals, how do you set goals with your uh, clients? And more importantly, how do you measure their progress against those goals? Well, one of the first things to do when you meet someone, a new client, uh, I'm trying to understand what is the expense of the person regarding any sport activity, physical activity, which is important. Then obviously, age, uh, measure, all that. Plus, uh, the obvious question like any injury, any past injury, which is very important when it comes to training. How to set up goals? Uh, well, we can target goals regarding your weight, your body fat, all that. I personally like to train people and um, 
and make them do a lot of different exercise and help them to get it right. So basically to make them do an exercise with the right posture. If you do properly an exercise, you're likely to feel it. And if you're uh, likely to feel it, then you are halfway through to reach your target. And how did you actually get started out in the business? You know, what was your um, way into becoming a personal trainer in the first place? I was training myself uh, at Jubileo like 10 years ago and a few guys came up to me and asked me advice about personal training. At that time, I was not a personal trainer, but um, this guy convinced me that I could basically help people when it comes to personal training. Uh, on the other side, I also, I've been playing rugby for over 20 years. So when it comes to physical activity, I'm quite... Um, confident. And when it comes to fitness, obviously, I think it's important to make people feel relaxed. So coming from sports, you do bring a kind of a light vibe about it. And uh, yeah, I just want to show and translate that to people that um, training, it's a fun thing to do. And I will go even further from a medical elderly point of view, it's kind of essential uh, to train. So that's basically uh, over the year, I became quite passionate about it, actually. And finally, um, are personal trainers as vain as they are sometimes characterized as being? Yes, I will agree to that uh, statement. The thing with the fitness industry, it's most of the people who, are, who end up like basically personal trainer rarely come from a sport background. And it does change a lot of things uh, to your approach about training, about body, about judging people. I think it's true. And I think it's, uh, that's why uh, the job is about creating a normal and sane relationship with your client to basically make the whole process quite fun. Personal trainers are indeed vain. Who would have thought it? Now, in each episode, we'll be answering a question from you guys about your workout. That's right. So if you do have any questions about your exercise program or indeed your diet or anything fitness related, drop us a line at twoguysonfitness.com or via the julianbertharat.com website and we will do our very best to answer your questions and to give you some uh, good advice along the way. First step is from TJ in Leeds who emailed us from julianbertharat.com. It's asking what is best, working out alone with my own routine or working out with others in a class or a group? Well, it's um, a very personal question, so a very personal answer, obviously. I would say if you're a beginner, I would recommend you to start with a class. Uh, it's always easier to belong to a group and to go through the motion and to learn the different exercise. And also it's fun. Now, some of you might prefer to work on their own, especially if you get used to a little bit, because obviously when you're on your own, you follow your own routine, your own pace, which is very important. And uh, I start like that. I did start training myself with uh, in group classes. And now I just really enjoy training on my own because yeah, I want to work out efficiently. And when you work with other people, it obviously slow you down potentially. Yeah, actually, I started out with a group. Uh, I did kickboxing for uh, absolutely years. And um, you basically train with a group of other uh, kickboxers um, and you divide up your training into different disciplines. And that was great. I really enjoyed that whole experience. Then I stepped off for a couple of years. And when I uh, returned to working out, I really was working out on my own in the gym, which worked absolutely perfectly for me. Put the earphones in, uh, you know, knew what I was going to do with each workout and away I went. So I think it really comes down to 
you know, what position you're in, what's important to you, how sociable you are, actually, and uh, what you want to achieve. So yeah, TJ, it doesn't really matter. It's a case of what works for you, I guess. Okay, so what have we got uh, next? Let's have a little old look. Right, okay. Uh, so Tony and Stratford dropped us a line at julianberthrout.com and he wants to know, do I have to be 21 to go to the gym? Question mark, question mark. Uh, I get the sense that... Uh, Tony here is not actually 21 and he may indeed be a little bit older. Well, I think I'm pretty qualified to answer this question as I am not 21 because I really think it comes down to what you want to get out of uh, the whole gym experience and what your objectives are and what your priorities are in signing up for a gym in the first place. Obviously, when you uh, do sign up for a gym, it's likely you're going to encounter a whole set of young guys who've got the haircuts, know what to wear, and, you know, a lot of them will look great when they're working out. But, you know, that shouldn't be an, uh, something that intimidates anyone. And at the end of the day, you're there to do a job for yourself and to use the equipment and the specialist skills that are on offer. It's not about anybody else. It's about you. What do you think, Julian? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, I agree, Ellen. Just be relaxed about it. It's um, a gym. It's like other any places to exercise. It could be a gym. It could be a swimming pool. It could be a football pitch. Whatever make you happy and feel good about it. I personally start, uh, I mean, I play rugby for since I was six years old. And I'm a, an outdoor guy, definitely. And it took me a little while to get used to an indoor, basically, um, environment, such as a gym floor, which is quite different from any sport experience I've in the past. So I will say when you are young, it's the best time to mix it up, you know, to try to discovering, to mix different experience, try a bit of football, rugby, go to the gym, do some classes, but do not spend all your time in the gym. I think when people are young, they should spend their time to discover things. There is no age to go to, uh, no barrier, you know, you can discover a gym when you're 21, 51. Uh, I will just say when you're young, make sure like the best things to do is to try the gym, try uh, a local sports team, football, rugby, whatever is your passion, and just mix it up and see what it does to your body really. Okay, so that's the end of the uh, very first episode of Two Guys on Fitness, Julian. We made it without anything going wrong. Pretty cool, huh? Yes, Alain, on a fait. Okay, great. I'm not sure what that means, but it sounds pretty cool. Yes, it is cool, my English friend. And that reminds me that later on in the series, we're also going to be looking at bromance. So look out for that one in the weeks ahead. You're going to love that episode. So you have been listening to me, Julien Bertera, gym professional and personal trainer. And to me, Alan Teresa, the non-gym professional, but very good at training guy here at Two Guys on Fitness. You can find out more at twoguysonfitness.com, at julianberthorat.com, on Podomatic, iTunes, and on our Twitter and Facebook. And in the meantime, enjoy your workout.